This morning, my oldest daughter and I stood in my kitchen, staring dreamlike at the glass drinks cabinet that we had both collectively and probably meaningfully but in separate motion had collected together jars of seeds and nuts and dried fruit. It was a collaboration that was unspoken, unagreed and that just happened quite organically and we both move around a lot but our sustenance is collected in these jars that have finally found their way into the same cabinet and yesterday afternoon I watched as my younger daughter carried away three gigantic old knackered canvases which I knew she was taking home to repaint herself and these are really meaningful events in the context of a family situation sometimes it's really hard to know where you fit in where you are born and this I guess it's like this knowing that none of the family hand-me-downs that you are receiving are actually yours to have and I'm not referencing this to my children it's hard to know when you are the rare bird that comes in wanting new feathers it's not for you, the pecking and the scratching and the confinement of the nest, the claustrophobic arrangement of ways of being that have always just been. You come in with a different voice, a different colour, with new ideas, with really different opposing feelings. But your individuality and your idealism belong to the nest three doors down, in the next country, in another land. So you comply, a peacock amongst the mockingbirds who mimic and repeat. Your words, they're not heard. Your colours, they're not celebrated. Instead, you are forced to let go of any idea that you might be unique. Be the dull brown bird, they say. Let go of your magic, they say. And so you do, until one day you find a feather a little different from the rest and it reminds you how to fly. I remember now why I forgot to be an artist, why I forgot to be a writer, why my amnesia of words and drawings and poetry and inexpression stayed locked up in caves and under blankets with flashlights and silence where I poured myself out night after night and wrung myself dry every morning in secret societies that were my own creation, in my own head. That's who I lived with as a child. And I remember now it was you and it was you you, uh, you could never have been more than one of anything of a family. I was never one of the things that already was. I could never be the writer. I could never be the artist. And all of the other roles were taken. How dare you shine as brightly? This is pure, all-out rebellion. In fact, don't shine at all. Stay small and forgotten as we fight for the self-appointed titles of artistic expression that don't apply to you. Sound familiar?
And so my soul hit the road at a very young age and I moved to a land of invisible ink where no one would know my stories except for the spark of connection between my insides and the paper. I barely knew that I was alive, but it was enough when I was 16. Words, drawings, words. Words, they pounded through my veins and they took on a rhythm, the faint heartbeat of remembrance, the hum of a reminder where I met myself on the page, on the canvas, in my voice. And decades of secrets they came to pass, silences that stretched longer than normal, awkward glances at the clock as my palms itched to scratch out the letters and drawings forming in my mind. But it wasn't dark yet, so I could not retreat under the blankets and purge myself clean. Until today, when the clock struck too many decades past the point of being me, past the hurried routine of check marks and boxes. Am I small enough? Do I still feel safe? The hour chimes and I put down my pen and here on this day, I declare myself a writer, an artist, a speaker, an educator. The ink on my obituary is as dull as the brown bird is dry. But fucking hell, that brown bird in my garden is so beautiful.